Shanghai Chronicles, Shanghai Chronicles, hey, Shanghai Chronicles, hey, Shanghai Chronicles, hey, Shanghai Chronicles, hey, Papa, cause it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey, Papa, cause it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey, I got the tea, 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 I Hey, good people. Happy Saturday. I hope everyone had a wonderful week. Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles, episode 41, live from the basement. I just want y'all to know that in two weeks, I will be 31 years old. A bitch is getting old out here. Okay, I thought I could hang last night. But listen, I was in the house by like 12.30, So a bitch is getting old out here. So I need to just go somewhere, sit my ass down and try to find love. Yeah, right. Uh, so let's get into our first segment. Damn America. So young Trump staffers are having issues with dating. My God, why is that? So apparently... When you go out with someone now, I guess the thing to ask them is like their political party, their political choice, I guess. Um, so when these young staffers go out, it's hard, you know, it's hard for them to find someone because I guess as soon as they like tell someone that they work for Trump or something like that or they voted for him. A lot of people are just like, mm, no, how can you vote for him? He's a racist, da da da, da and kind of coming at people's character. Um, dating is already hard enough. Uh, I know millions of people have issues with just finding that one person, you know, going on multiple dates, making sure, you know, that person is, you know, compatible with them. I mean, to be honest, I ain't fucking asking nobody what's their political choice. I mean, when I'm looking or dating you, I'm like, listen, how many kids you got? Do you got a girlfriend? Fuck, do you got a boyfriend? What the fuck? You know, people was asking credit scores now. Uh, So it's getting crazy out here. So apparently 30 millennials who are current or former members of the Trump White House staff, they, you know, talked about their dating and talked about how, you know, they're having issues, things like that. Uh, people come at them, you know, for, like I said, working for Trump. You know, they're like, you know, how can you work for this racist person? Yada, yada, yada. So apparently a dating app was created for them, their own dating app. So I guess people like them that voted for Trump or whatever the case may be, they're able to coexist with each other and they're able to you know find each other and see what you know they have in common which is only that they fucking vote for trump i guess uh so 10 to 11 percent of american couples actually have uh conversations about their party registration so i guess a lot of people out here are asking like oh you know what is your political party what's your political choice things like that but the thing about it is when you ask these questions are you asking because you res- are you you know at the end at the 
at the end of the road, do you respect what your partner says to you? Like, do you are you the type of person that will respect that your partner is probably a Republican? Or are you the type of person that you, you know, respect that your partner is a Democrat? These are some questions I think that people kind of ask each other when they find out this information. And then does it make their relationship go sour? I don't know. Um, that's kind of hard to say. Uh, 57.1% they said they don't date the enemy and 42% is saying, listen, I want love over the politics. I really don't give two shits who you voted for, who you didn't vote for. Um, I just feel like yet again, like I said, like, do you think about your partner's feelings? Because these can cause major things in relationships, I think. I think when it comes to like just sharing your points of views on certain conversations, things can be, you know, disagreeable amongst each other. Of course, everyone is not going to agree with you in the world, but it's just like, damn, should you really bring politics into your dating life, into your social life, into your relationships? I mean, it's all we already know that you shouldn't do politics, you know, at work. So now it's getting to the point where, you know, do you even discuss it when you go on your first date or, you know, your 10th date or, you know, whatever like that or whenever you find that person that you think is actually dateable? Like, are is this something that you want to do? Yet again, y'all, I already told you, I'm not asking people what's their political party. No, I that ain't even my main concern. My main concern now here is how many kids you got. And do you got a girlfriend? Do you got a boyfriend? Do you got a mistress? Do you got a wife? Like, these are the type of fucking questions that I'm asking motherfuckers. I don't care if they voted for fucking Trump. Because at the end of the day, they're probably going to lie and say that they didn't. But they probably fucking did. Or they might fucking Kanye West you and be like, he's a cool dude. You know, some of the things he do say is okay, but he just don't know how to say them. So then... You know, when you get that response, it's like, what do you do? Do you stop dating them? Do you just, you know, keep it pushing? So I think that's hard. But poor little Trump, poor little Trump supporters, they can't find love. And I think that is terrible. Everyone should be able to find love. No matter what your political party is, no matter your race, your gender, like everyone should be able to find love out here. Mm-mm-mm. The play the America. You know what? I'm going to get my ass on that fucking dating app because maybe I can find some fucking body and they can fucking, you know, take me out on a couple of dates. The thing about it is they working at the, some of them working, you know, at the White House. They staffers, so they may got a little fucking money. But who knows? Who knows? Uh, So one girl, she described, uh, she's 31 years old. She like went into full length description about certain things like people coming at her on Twitter, you know, people saying things like, you know, do you, you know, rape your, like, how do you feel about people, kids been taken away from the book? Like, so it gets very, very political for these kids. And I feel really, really bad for them. But, you know, at the end of the day, I hope, you know, they'll be able to find love. I hope that they'll be able to find someone that's compatible with them, that also, you know, shares the same views as them. So we'll see. Uh, that's that's very hard, but hmm, who knows? So, damn America. 
I wonder, does anyone really know the actual lyrics to Electric Slide? You know, we get out there, we fucking do the Electric Slide at every fucking cookout. You doing it in the club, you doing all of that. So everyone loves the Electric Slide. So I found out the other day, damn America, that that the Electric Slide is about a fucking, (laughs) get ready for this. The electric sound is actually about a vibrator. So the lady that sings the song, she basically was saying that she didn't need her boyfriend anymore at the time. So she started using a vibrator. And this is what this song is about. But then there's some things coming out saying that it's not about a, a vibrator, according to the songwriter. So, you know, what is true? And then when I listen to the lyrics, I feel like it can't be about that because it just doesn't make that much sense. Like, it's electric. You can see it's electric. You got to feel it. It's electric. Ooh, it's I mean, it's electric. You got to keep it. It's electric. Now, you got to feel it. It's a, now, I maybe it is because when you listen to it, you got to feel it. It's electric. Boogie, boogie. No, I don't think so. No, there's no way this shit is about a fucking vibrator. There's no way that this shit is about a vibrator. Like a lot of people saying that it is about a vibrator. A lot of people saying that. You know, she, it was saying it as, like, it's basically a rumor to me. This has to be a rumor. Because there is no way that this song that we dancing to at the cookout is about a fucking vibrator. Let me look at this. So, they're saying the internet found out it's rumored. This song was written in 1983. And it's basically, they saying that it's celebrating a female pleasure when you, so, no wonder why when the song comes on, all the females is getting up there fucking dancing. So the lady that's 71 years old, she's from Jamaica. She said that she wrote it after a girl after a girlfriend said she didn't need him anymore because she had a vibrator and she nicknamed her vibrator the electric slide. So apparently Livingston is shocked. It took us all. Yeah, it took us. So the the person named um the um the songwriter named Bunny, she is shocked that it took us all these years to you know put that together. Yeah, bitch. Nobody would have thought we was dancing about a fucking vibrator. I mean, even though the lyrics do say you gotta feel it, it's a like who would have thought to put that shit together that we were thinking about and dancing about a fucking vibrator? We doing a goddamn line dance about a goddamn vibrator. Nobody would have thought about that. So nowadays, now we're going to have to search lyrics. Like my favorite auntie song, my favorite like old school jam. Okay. It's about a goddamn vibrator. So every time I go and go dance on the electric slide, I'm going to be thinking about this goddamn vibrator. Like I couldn't. And then when I just keep singing the lyrics, you gotta feel it. It's electric. Boogie. What is the boogie boogie part about? Is you twirling? Like, what is that part? Boogie. Like, is that the sound effects that she making from the vibrator? What is, what is the boogie woogie? Like, what the fuck? I can see the electric part. I, I get that part. But I can't get the boogie woogie woogie part. Like, what part is that? So my auntie, well, my, you know, favorite person 
You know, that's old school. When they get up there, they dance into a goddamn vibrator, dance into the lyrics of a vibrator. This shit is ridiculous. I can't believe this shit at all. I can't. I'm I'm very appalled. I'm just shocked. Now, I don't even know if I want to get up and dance to that song anymore, okay? Because I ain't dancing about no... Well, you know what? Take it back. I dance worse than that. Fucking future calling us hoes, bitches, and tricks. And we still up, get, get up there and shake our ass. So, dancing to a vibrator ain't that fucking bad. But the thing about it is... You never know what the fuck you're dancing and singing to until you really get the true meaning behind it. You really never fucking know. So at the cookout show, y'all dancing to a song about a fucking vibrator, okay? The 71-year-old lady now, she's 71. Back in the day, her man wasn't giving her what she needed, okay? So she went out there and bought her vibrator and named it fucking Electric Slide. Then wrote this motherfucking song, making all this coin, okay? And whole time it's about pleasing herself. Well, you know what? I ain't fucking mad at a girl. Go ahead. Go the fuck ahead. If he wasn't able to please you the way he needed to, you had to do it. So fuck it. I'm I'm here for it. You know what? I take it back. I'm here for it. I'm here for the vibration. I'm here for the boogie oogie, whatever fuck. I'm here for all of that. So shout out to the lady who wrote the electric slide. What's let me what's her name again? I think it, the name was Bonnie or something. Yeah, Bunny. Shout out to Bunny. Shout out to Bunny. Fuck it. You know, at first I'm just like, no, this can't be true. This is fake news. I read somewhere that it was, was fake news and somebody's telling me that it is fake news. You know, you never would know. Everyone have their own perspective of what they think it's really about. I just thought, you know, it was a goddamn line dance song and they just made some damn lyrics up. That's exactly what I thought it was. Goddamn line dance song and they made some lyrics for it. So, what the fuck. So, America, give these young Trump supporters, these staffers, give them a chance at love. Let them try to find the right person for them. Let them try to find someone that's going to please them. They are entitled to be loved people, even if they voted for somebody that doesn't have any goddamn common sense. Let them be able to be loved. And then America, when you go to the cookouts this summer and they play the electric slide, just know you're dancing to a song about a vibrator. Her boyfriend at the time wasn't fucking pleasing her. So when you see all the ladies get up and start dancing, that means that their boyfriends weren't fucking pleasing them either. So they're dancing as well because they probably have a fucking vibrator too. So hey, what is the bitch to do? So now let's get into our rising star segment. So our rising star, we have two rising stars. We have Chris Reeves and we have William Allen Moore. So these two gentlemen are from Georgia. Um, they have a black-owned uh, brewery. Uh, it's in Decatur, Georgia. So they have 66 breweries in Georgia. They have the first-owned black one. Uh, down, it's called Down Home Brewing Company is the name. They began canning beer in March 2018 at Blue Tarp, which is Georgia's smallest production brewery, which is east of downtown. Uh, their family members are their only investors right now. Uh, they went, I think more graduated 
for Morehouse College. And then one day they hope to quit their jobs and open up a craft brewery. So I think that's dope because you don't find a lot of black people that like to drink beer like that. So the fact that they're starting their own brewery, I think that is uh, pretty epic of them. So shout out to them, rising them up. So good job, gentlemen. So let's get into our favorite, favorite, favorite segment. Twerk something, yes. As always, I'm the twerk queen. I twerk at my best ability, okay? Like I told you, there's no one out there that can twerk better than me. Okay, okay, okay. So, if I ask you to let me hold $40, you know, my friend probably will, you know, spot me 40 You know, probably spot me 40 Probably, you know, spot me some 40 but then, you know, if I come to you and I'm like, you know, dude, let me hold $2 million. So, Dame and Dash, she calls Ali Daniels. But then, you know, he calls him out. He's like, bro, I try to help you. I try to, you know, listen your dream. You know, black brothers supporting each other. Da, 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 da. But then, you know, Lee was sitting there like, you know, brother, I hear you. I get it. And there's no reason why Lee Daniels could not have paid Damon Dash back because he has hella shit on that's making good money and getting renewed. Okay. Empire fucking star. Like he's doing like there's no reason why. Okay. So, you know, apparently now Lee Daniels did an interview, I think on like TMZ or something like that, and he has paid Damon Dash his money. I felt like it shouldn't even had went to that level because if I know I owe you something and I know that you are the first person who helped me out, there's no reason why I can't give you your money. There's no absolute reason. So, you know, Damon Dash, he's so fucking New York. I think whatever he's from, New York, I don't know what part of New York, but he, listen, he was about to go the fuck. You know, Damon Dash don't play. He don't play when it comes to his business, okay? He means fucking business. So, the point of the matter is, you really, really thought that this nigga probably forgot about this, wasn't going to bring this up, just thought that this was just going to be brushed underneath the wind, and you thought you was going to, like, not be able to pay. This, I think, was since, like, Precious. Now, that, that's been out for a long time. So, the question is now, like, do we still, like, feel some type of way against Monique? Like, are we still supporting this Netflix thing? Like, you know, do we see where Monique is coming from? When it comes to, like, Lee Daniels, Tyler Bur- I mean, like, do we actually, like, see her point with that? Like, um, I don't know. But, listen, if, my fr- if, I, if they give me, if my friends give me $20, 40 I'm paying them back. Now, bitch may pay you back in increments, okay? But I think I'm going to fucking pay you. But I ain't going to wait three years, five years, 20,000. Like, I ain't going to wait that long to pay you back now. Now, that's just goddamn ridiculous. But it's good they hashed it out. It's good that they were able to, you know, get things together. And they were able to think about their differences. You know, sort out their differences or whatever the case may be. Uh, So... Nobody stole any money for, I guess you can say Lee kind of stole. I don't know if he stole, but, you know, future. He steals from Bow Wow again. 
So apparently, Bow Wow's baby mother is Prego. And of course, we know that she was messing with Future at the time. Uh, so Future just got all these babies, mamas, damas. Um, I just don't know what this is about. Like, why these bitches keep having these babies by all these niggas? I guess they thinking that these niggas is going to take care of them. Like, child support. He don't even see Sierra son. So, you know, he has gotten back with his baby mother, Brittany. So, you know, Bow Wow, Bow Wow baby mother is like... I'm good. I'm feeling great. Like, get out of my, you know, comment box. Like, it's nothing going on over here. It's not a big deal. You know, blah, blah, blah. But I'm just like, damn, girl, you really let yourself get trapped like that with future? Like, you you were smiling ear to ear when he gave you a Rolex for your birthday. Now he done really knocked your ass. He done really made you smile, I guess. Because you ain't smiling to the bank because that nigga's... Not doing anything, okay? Not nothing. Nothing is he doing. And then it's like, damn, why the fuck do these bitches keep having these babies by niggas and don't want no purpose? And then y'all keep passing around the same nigga. Like, god damn, ain't that is not if there is there has to be other niggas in the industry. It just has to be. Like, there's no way that you only end up with fucking future or fucking Nick Cannon. There has to be a way, bitches. Please find the way. Swim there if you need to. Swim. Swim somewhere else. There's plenty of fishes in the goddamn sea. Swim to go find the goddamn fishes now. God damn. We'll see how that goes. I think that's just going to be all drama. And the thing about it is, guess who don't give a fuck? Sierra, she ain't thought. She ain't fucking thought. She living a fabulous life with Russell. Baby Future, he got a daddy. Okay, if Future ain't trying to be, you know, helping him out, he got a fucking daddy. He ain't fucking thought. So, girl, please. If you then, you know, she don't even look like she do drama. So that's going to be another thing. But <laughs> this nigga always runs back to his first baby mother, though. I tell you that. I tell you that. She always runs back to that one. Always runs back to Brittany. Maybe because I guess she just stay in her little place. I don't know. So let me see. So she says she's been sick during her pregnancy. Okay, but overall, y'all, she fucking happy. She healthy. Okay, so, hmm. Another note. What in the ghetto? She said, please leave the negative. I told y'all she said, leave that negative shit off her page because that's going to affect her pregnancy. Okay, she don't want that negative shit on her page affecting her pregnancy. She got to be healthy when she deliver this baby for future. She don't want this fucking negativity. Girl, bye. Ain't, ain't nobody fucking thought. <laughs> ain't nobody fucking thought. But what we is thinking about is, why the fuck do future always steal Bow Wow's exes? Like, what the fuck is that about? Like, I know he didn't like him, but I didn't know it was that bad. Like, I didn't know they was beefing that heavy, but, hmm, who knows? But anyway, so Netflix, like, you know, we haven't canceled it. I asked y'all, was y'all going to cancel it? Because, you know, of Lee fucking Daniels and Monique, but we're not canceling it. So they have a new show coming on. It's called Raising, um, Raising, uh, 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 Dion, I think it is. So 
that's coming on with Michael B. Jordan. I think he's like producing it. So that should be really a good show. I think Netflix is really giving us some dope content lately. So they want people to keep, you know, watching them and, you know, subscribing to these memberships because they know damn well they was about to get fucking canceled from the black community. So they had to give us some good shows. So I think that should be dope. I love Michael B. Jordan. He's fine as shit. Damn, he fine. I don't give a fuck how many babies he got. I don't care if he got five, ten. If I ever get to date him, I ain't asking him no questions. So it's fine ass. Love you. I just got real crazy. That was some crazy shit. He don't want my crazy ass. He probably think I'm fucking crazy. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. I can't be crazy now But yeah so shout out to him So make sure y'all support Michael B. Jordan With Avant That should be dope uh, Rumor control So you know People said that Victor Cruz and Karuchi Was having some issues but they're not All because Victor put like a cryptic message Up on Instagram Listen y'all Y'all got to start reading into shit Just because a nigga put something about You know positive vibes this way You know I'm going out and pop 20 bottles That don't mean that he's broken up with his bitch That's just mean that he got some positive vibes Coming his way And he got to go pop 20 bottles Like stop reading into shit Karuchi has found her a good one, okay? The little bitch done been through a lot. She couldn't come up with Chris Brown. So she found her another fucking come up, which is fucking Victor Cruz. Even though, you know, he was engaged and shit. But we're not going to bring that fucking shit up, okay? But it's rumor control. These two, they're staying together. They've been together for a little bit a minute now. So let them the fuck be. Let them be. Um... Also, rumor control, Cardi B and Offset getting a VH1 baby special. So, you know, they had their uh, baby shower, which was very pretty. Cardi looked good. Offset looked good. Everybody in fucking Atlanta was there. You know, Monica stays at events. That bitch don't miss the beat. Don't miss the fucking beat, but we ain't get a record yet from her yet. But the bitch don't miss the beat. Bitches at everything. So, she was there, uh, Rashida and Kirk was there, uh, Cardi B's sister was there, it was a lot of people there. Um, where she get VH1 special? I think it will be dope. I think Vogue magazine was there. A lot of people were there to like witness and record it. So I can see that coming to VH1. You know, VH1 likes to keep tabs and likes to keep track of their old, you know, loving hip hop castmates so i feel if princess and ray j can probably have got something these two would definitely get something and the viewership would go up crazy uh also cardi did definitely come out and said that she was already married like fuck we got it one day like let's go and do this this nigga was fucking up i told him if he fuck up one more time i was gonna probably cut his fucking dick off so he had to straighten up and then i was like look fuck it let's just get married and you know a lot of people was coming at her because she said you know Martin luther king cheated fucking jay-z cheated you know she would just name all the fucking cheaters so she like fuck my man cheated too with all the greats so why the fuck can y'all just let him live? He's a changed man. Now, Cardi, if you would have fucking called me, bitch, I would have gave you the hashtag that black men cheat. But, you know, at this point, it is what it is. So, 
Martin Luther King, there is a rumor that he cheated, but damn, you ain't had to bring Martin in it now. He just trying to save, trying to save our little, you know, help us fight for the dream and shit for the black people. Damn, you ain't had to bring his personal marriage business in there to prove a point about your nigga cheating that you compare him with the greats. I mean, goddamn. But I guess her point, too, was that she was trying to say, like, I don't know what the fuck she was trying to say, to be honest. I don't know why the fuck she brought that shit in there with Martin Luther King. I'm still trying to figure that out. I don't know. What the fuck, girl? You, your man was just cheating. Fuck. Once you say your man was cheating and y'all worked through y'all shit and you uh, got back with him. I'd rather you said that. Fuck. I don't know why the fuck you put Martin King in it, but God rest this fucking show. So, uh... More of Rumor Control, Jesus. Uh, ja Rule and Ashanti, they're doing an album together. Uh, were we looking for it? I don't think we were. Uh, but they doing an album together. Apparently, people, you know, met up with them at the BET Awards. And that's, you know, what she said. That her and Ja is coming. Now, do we miss them in music? Maybe. I mean, it's not like a big thing. It's not like we are just like, you know, can do, we can kind of do without them. Uh, we really don't really need them. Uh, but, you know, they're coming out with it. Uh, she said they've been talking about it for so long. Uh, she said they've been putting extra studio time. Uh they had some good tracks together. They did. But uh, do we need them right now? No. We don't need y'all. I, I don't think we even was looking for y'all. Maybe. A sh not even Ashanti. No. We, we weren't looking for y'all. But y'all continue to go work in the studio. Get some collaborations. You know. Time and all of that. Y'all go ahead and do that. That's cute. Do it. Uh, so... I don't know if people have been watching Basketball Wives. It's been very spicy lately. Uh, so, you know, some fake news. I believe fake news. You know, it came out, you know, about Evelyn sleeping with Shawnee's ex. So, we're trying to figure out who Shawnee's ex is. Because it's the cute little young boy that she got finished messing with. Because I can't fucking see fucking Evelyn messing with Shaq now. You know, Evelyn has a fuck certain type you know we know evelyn is a hoe y'all we know we know she's a hoe but guess what she's a pay hoe now she's a pay hoe and she's a hoe that does exactly what needs to be done she gets paid okay if she don't get a ring out of you at this point she's getting a fucking baby out of you so i can't see her talking to shaq um maybe it was that young boy but see, I don't know because I feel like at this point, it's basketball. Okay, basketball wise, it's probably scripted reality, whatever. But I can't see her and Shawnee doing promo together for this show and something like this comes out. Like, I will be done with this bitch. But I really think it's fake. I think Tammy still has this, you know, vendetta against Evelyn and. They still beefing about, you know, Evelyn sleeping with Kenny, Tammy's first, you know, Tammy's ex-husband for, you know, a long time ago before she even, you know, met her. So, you know, it's a lot of, you know, jealousy going on there. Uh, but this has really made this season very interesting, very interesting because, 
Jen apparently somebody told her that you know so it's basically a rumor um why repeat a rumor I don't know I guess that's what people do now I guess that's the new thing but I really can't see her sleeping with Shawnee's ex I just can't see it um do I want to believe it no no I'm not gonna believe it. I mean, I believe any other nigga that Evelyn has fucked, cause I told y'all she's a good experience hoe. But I can't and I won't believe that she slept with Shawnee's ex. But stay tuned. Like you have basketball wise, this season is good as fuck. So you have to keep tuned into that because they're gonna explain that. You know, anytime Evelyn start crying and putting it on her kid, she's telling the truth. She's telling the truth. All right. She's telling the truth. So, sometimes, you know, hoes have the tendency that they forget who they done fuck. So, she may come down the line and be like, you know, uh, it was that one night I was at fucking band camp. Whatever. She may say some shit like that. Her whole way may come back to her. It may, you know, give her a fucking flashback. Like, doom, you know, I did. You know, sometimes bitches forget, you know, who stays fucking out here you know they get so much money and shit from these niggas they just be forgetting about their thought and ass ways it can happen it can really happen so give her a fucking break okay if she slept with him or she didn't sleep with him that shit is in the past but that past is bringing her reflections goddamn um speaking of sleeping so i'm just gonna go ahead and recap the fucking sleep awards, the fucking BET awards. Um, there were no A-list people there. Um, they had fucking Michael B. Jordan sitting by Deborah Lee. Okay, that's never, never seen that. Uh, not saying that you know he's not, he's not, he's not A-list. He's just fucking B-list. Okay, he's fucking B-list. Um, nothing against J. Cole and Wale, but they were in the front. Uh, Migos sitting in the front. Like, there's no, you know, people that should be sitting in the front. You know, you know how you go to church and the first two pews is for the people that come all the time. You know, the regularly Sunday members. And how, you know, the non-Sunday members, y'all sit, like, towards the fourth and fifth pool in the back. Pew in, in the back. Yeah. That's how the BT was set up. We got the A-list people in the front. And the, you know, B, C, D people, singles just getting out. Y'all, you know, y'all supposed to sit in the middle, you know, in the crowd. And the, the camera may come around to y'all. So, it was nobody there. Uh, Jamie was trying his best to wake the crowd up. But they were just dead as fuck. Um, the performances... Nicki Minaj, bitch, we know you got a fat ass. How many times you had to keep sticking it in the air? I know we told you don't twerk, bitch, but you could have did something besides sticking that goddamn booty in the air. Like, girl, then they said your, your bodysuit ripped during your performance, and then you was on a fucking unicorn. Then your, your, your weave was all gelled all the way down to your goddamn full face, forehead, cyber. I don't know what the fuck was going on with you that night. I mean, maybe because you had the, both of your fucking exes in the building, and then your fucking enemy, Remy Ma. So I don't know. Maybe the bitch was nervous. I don't fucking know. Um, uh, the girl who sings Boot Up, she was on the little ass stage. So a lot of people was mad about that because they like, you know, this song is popping. She needs to be on the main stage. Um, 
Meek Mill's performance was great. I loved it. It was dope. Meek is going in a different direction with his music, and I think that is good. I think that is something that the people, you know, were kind of waiting for just with everything that's going on right now. Uh, Miguel Trash. Miguel was terrible. Uh, we can't even give his show a rating, uh, his performance. Uh, who else performed? It wasn't even that many good. J. Cole and Wale did good. J. Cole did good. Um, I felt like it shouldn't have been the first performance because uh, maybe that's why the people was dead. I don't know. The people were just fucking dead in there, like fucking zombies. It should have been the Walking Dead Award. Like, it was dead as shit. Um... The Anita Baker tribute was good. Yonda Adams sung that song good. Uh, I think Tony Braxton should have been there. They didn't need Jamie with that fucking piano and opening it up. They should have had Tony there. Uh, so I think they kind of messed up with that one. But other than that, shit. They probably could have rescheduled it at this fucking point. They ain't had nobody. I guess... Rihanna was busy with Fenty. Um, Chris Brown is on tour. The Carters is on tour. Like, there was no fuck. They could have had fucking Kanye there. Okay? Fuck. They could have had the fucking Kardashian sisters there. And their ratings probably. I know the ratings were bad. They cannot tell me that the ratings were good. They cannot. There's no way. And if they do, they're lying. Because the ratings had to be down. They're fucking lying. If they would have had the fucking Kris Jenner, fucking Kendall, anybody, the ratings probably would have went up. Probably would have been better than that whole fucking show. Because they had no fucking body there. Not a soul. They gave more fucking Black China and Amber Rose and all the fucking IG hoes more attention and invited them than inviting the goddamn real celebrities. But who the fuck am I? Who the fuck am I? Uh, so... My new show, Love Is, that comes on OWN, that is my new show, y'all. So, it's just started. It's only two episodes. And this last episode was so good. Listen, this show may have me saying that hashtag niggas really are about shit. You know, hashtag niggas don't cheat, y'all. You know, it may change my perspective because this fucking show makes a bitch want to be in love. You know what I'm saying? This show is showing me that there is love out there. This show is just so cute. But, you know, it's the summer and I can't let this fucking show distract me or what a bitch is trying to do. You know, I'm just trying to hashtag and pop my pussy summer 2018. So I can't let this show distract me. But it is so good. Oprah did so good with this show. Maybe it's because, you know... I'm going to start living in a fairy tale when I want somebody like Nasir. You know, I'm going to try to keep finding people. And if his name ain't Nasir, you can't fucking be with me type shit. That's probably the shit that I'm going to be on. But, you know, this shit got a bitch thinking. You know, I could probably be in love. My Prince Charming is out there. But then, you know, the devil was telling me, no, bitch, leave these niggas alone. They ain't shit. And I'm just like, this show is everything. It's just love is. Like, it's just showing me a different side of me. Fuck no, it's not. Bitch, get it together. Get it together, bitch. Get it together. Get back. Snap it back up. Snap it back up. This is just a fucking TV show. It's, these niggas still ain't shit out here, okay? These is fucking characters. 
These fucking characters just watch the show and just shut the fuck up. Don't be believing shit. Just watch the goddamn show. You're right. Watch the show, Shay. Don't be believing this shit. Love and all of that. You know, we don't do that shit. Just watch the fucking show. Whoo. Whoo. Bitch had to get back the reality. I was getting caught up. Caught up for a minute. Okay. So, speaking of getting caught up and, you know, saying bye to people. Bad to the Braxtons, probably, you know. So the Braxtons, they're demanding more money. They want we to pay them more money for traveling expenses. You know, the season, um, they put a contract into season nine. This is season six. Um, so they were supposed to be filming, but nobody showed up except for Tracy. Listen, let me tell you something. The brokest one is always going to show up. You understand? When it's free open bar, the brokest one is the first one at the bar, okay? Now, look, Tracy needs her coins. She don't give a fuck. She probably don't even know how much she get paid. She probably get paid fucking two cents an episode. This bitch do not care. She is the broke sister. She needs her fucking coins. So she's going to be there to film, okay? Even if they just filming her getting out of her fucking car and they telling her the rest of the sisters ain't here, she wants that on the fucking camera, okay? Because she's going to get paid for that. Now, Tamar and, uh, you know, Trina and, and fucking Tony, they ain't show up. They not there. So, you know, you can tell where the balance is, okay? You can tell who's taking their craft seriously, okay? Who wants this fucking coin? And it's fucking Tracy, honey. It's Tracy. She's broke. She needs this money. Tamar and Tony, they ain't fucking thought. They ain't thought. Ain't thought. No. We need more money. I ain't doing nothing. You won't be filming this face. Won't be filming this haircuts. Won't be filming this. Nope, nope, nope. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I hope they can negotiate something. I mean, to be honest, what more can they fucking give us? I mean, the last season did end a little rough. I mean, is Tamar going through with the divorce? Like, how's the single life? Are we going to see Tony and, you know, Birdman get married? So I guess there are some things that we can see for the rest of the season. So listen, we TV don't have time to really pay them probably. They just signed on fucking Jocelyn. And who knows how much the fucking Puerto Rican princess done fucking negotiated shit she probably negotiated half of them bitches fucking contract need to go to them so need to go to her so you never fucking know um but listen i'm telling you the broken sister was there okay she was there she ain't think about no negotiating she wants she wants her money her coin so she was there so hmm and speaking of, you know, coin and being there and you can't see shit and you won't be able to see shit. So, oh shit, Tristan Thompson, you know, his cheating ass, he unblocks everyone now. So, of course, y'all know, she, you know, his cheating ass had blocked Kim, blocked the twins, uh, that Chloe best friend. Like, blocked all them bitches because he like, listen... Y'all bitches ain't gonna be in my motherfucking comments strolling through my fucking timeline looking at what I got going on. I'm a fucking cheater, okay? I need to keep everything away from me from seeing what I got going on. I cheats. So I got to block y'all. So apparently, you know, at the birthday party, you know, he unblocks everybody because I guess everybody's in a good place. 
Hmm. That's probably from his work phone that he unblocked them bitches. He probably got a whole different little secret phone with a whole different fucking Instagram name that them bitches don't know nothing about. They probably can't even get to that fucking page. See, he's a fucking cheater. He's a he's a cheater that like, you know, he's a dumb cheater a little bit. But I think he got a little bit of smarts when it comes to the social media shit. So he probably got a whole fucking new account. It probably, you know, say some shit like Savage Tristan 1 or some shit like that. So he got a whole fucking different Instagram account that them bitches don't know nothing about. And they so happy that they got unblocked from real Tristan 1. Them bitches don't know. That nigga sneaky. That nigga dumb. That nigga a little smart. Just a little. When it comes to social media. He got him a whole different account. Whole different account that he's DMing bitches on. They don't even fuck it. No, honey. Hmm. Hmm. Good job, Tristan. You know, last week I was praising you for being the fucking father of the year. But this week, Tristan, you probably are the smartest nigga of the year. You just one up on them bitches. I know it. You done got you a whole different Instagram account. Them bitches is not your friends on. So you probably was like, okay, let me unblock you, Kim, from this account. <laughs> and then when you went home, to your other phone or on your computer, on your iPad. You got your Savage Tristan account. And you going savage in them DMs with them bitches. Go ahead, Tristan, with your cheating ass. You is something else, boy. Mm, mm, mm. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you, boy. Whatever the fuck. Uh, so, <laughs> speaking of whatever the fuck, Sammy Sosa has bleached his goddamn skin. So, you know, Sammy Sosa is the baseball player. And he was like a little Puerto Rican, I think. A little Puerto Rican little thing. And he done bleached his fucking skin. But I don't even know who the fuck he looks like now. Are we, I, he needs to change his fucking name. It can't be Sammy Sosa. His name can't be that anymore because he's not looking Puerto Rican. He's looking... I don't even fucking know what he's looking like. He's just looking terrible. I, I, listen, something is really wrong. Something has to be wrong with you if you want to bleach your whole fucking skin like that. Like you were winning out here. You're Sammy fucking Sosa. And you take and go bleach your whole fucking skin? I didn't fucking listen. Maybe his sh his new name should be fucking Light Bright or some shit. I don't know. But he looks fucking terrible. Like, why would you go and bleach your whole skin? You need to take your name away. Your name cannot be Sammy Sosa anymore. It needs to be something else. And it's a shame when you Google him, they got white after his name. Because that's what the fuck he looks like. That's what the fuck he looks like. He, he done made his fucking self light skin. And he said he don't care what the people think. Nigga, you should. You look crazy. Crazy as shit. He didn't listen. He done made himself fucking, yeah, brown skin. Mm-hmm. He brown skin now. Not even brown skin. He, he fucking light skin. So, you know, I guess this was a rumor that, had, that he was going through last year about his skin. But he done fixed it because that skin now, honey, he's, his name is fucking light bright. That's what his name is. And he doesn't care what y'all fucking fans think. He ain't fucking thought. Okay? He said he do what he wants. 
Well, listen, you could have consulted with somebody first. I mean, I would have gave you my fucking honest opinion. I would have been like, no, nigga, no. But since you don't give a fuck what we think, fuck it. Fuck it. We let you look crazy. Fuck it. Let him look crazy, y'all. Let him be out here with this fucking skin. You know, he just fucking lighter than... Let him be out there. Fuck it. Call his ass light bright. Fuck it. Let him do what he want. And, you know, he said he want to be white. So, fuck it. Let him do what he want. You know, when you do a pick stitch and you look at how he was before and what he looked like now, like a goddamn fool. So, if he want to be out here looking like a fucking fool, let him. Let him. Fuck it. Leave him alone. Let him like a fool. Who cares? Um, so... Fucking Ty Dollar Sign, you need to get your own fucking plane, okay? It's no reason why you on all these features and your ass don't have your own plane. So apparently, he was going on a trip and he has allergies with dogs, I guess. People be fucking lying, but you know, hey, he got allergies. And the lady was, the lady has a service dog. So she was on the plane. And the woman was like, I guess, sitting behind him. And he was like getting irritated or whatever like that. And I guess he had to like hurry up and get where he needed to go because he had a show. So he asked the lady, instead of going to the people he he decides like he worked for the fucking airline he decide to go request the lady you know he approached her and request her to leave before the plane take off i would have been like oh well she can't look at him because she blind i would have been like nigga you work you work for this airline remove me i would have been like let me see what them pockets do put them put the fucking cash out if you want to remove me Shit, my dog needs some treats. Pull the money out if you want to remove me. So, the woman is like, I ain't going nowhere, but I got an allergy pill. <laughs> Fuck, you say your allergies messed up shit. It took me a lot to get on this fucking plane with this fucking dog. Like, I, what the f- I can offer you an allergy pill. And he like, no, because I got a show. Nigga, stop acting like you ain't done nothing else before your show. You could have took that fucking pill, okay? It's a fucking allergy pill. Oh, I guess it was going to make him sleepy. Nigga, please. You could have been sleeping on the fucking tr- um, plane. Um, So, finally, the real people who work for the airline, okay? The real workers who getting these checks from the airline, they come and intervene and, you know, they ask, you know, Ty Donna sign if he told them previously before that he had a medical issue because the lady had already told them, okay, that she was bringing the service dog and she already told them that where her situation was, so she was allowed to stay. However, they did offer him a seat now, you know, now, now, now. And all family see at the back of the fucking plane now. I understand. You ain't gonna go to the back of the back of the fucking plane now. We cause we rose up fort for us not to go to the back of the fucking bus, okay? So now you got a point here, Ty. You can't go to the back of the back of the fucking plane. So he refused because he's like, look, I done paid for a ticket. Now, at this point in your fucking career, I mean, you want all these fucking singles and collaborations and shit that you're doing wonderful on you're doing great doing great uh but nigga yeah i'm gonna have to talk to you like this nigga there's no reason why you do not have your own fucking plane okay 
or one of your friends you can hit up real quick and be like, let me borrow your job, something. There's no reason why you do not have your own fucking plane. Like, come on now, come on. Like, do you honestly think that they was going to let the lady, the blind lady off because of you? Like, hell no. They wasn't going to do that. They, they, hell no. They probably got more out of her for her ticket than you. So, and I mean, you worth, uh, he only worth 1.5, but I mean, fuck, that can get him a fucking a jet or something. I mean, like, goddamn, that can get him something. I, I mean, I don't know. He could have did something better, but you ain't had no right to get up to the lady and intervene like you fucking work for the airline, like you getting a second check off of the fucking checks that you got on your fucking uh, intros and features. Hell no. So work on you getting you a fucking plane, nigga. Do some more features so you can get your own plane so you don't have to, you know, intervene with people giving you allergies and sniffing and coughing and doing whatever the fuck else you're doing so uh kim zoziac she may be canceled uh so her show tardy from the party i believe is bravo is looking at maybe giving the axe to that which a lot of people you know don't really care about if she had anything so the bravo execs they warned over lackluster footage so I see also that Kim has a podcast too. So <laughs> that should be funny and hilarious. I mean, honestly, nobody was worrying about Kim Zosiak. I don't even know who the fuck her fans are. But hey, if she leaves, I'm sure we're not missing any fucking thing on Bravo. She can be replaced. Uh, so Corinne Steffens, the best she ever had. She tells everyone who was her best. And who was her worst when it comes to sex? And the thing about it is, who made the fucking list? Well, you know, she was fucking with Jay-Z. I think she was fucking with Lil Wayne. Like, I, she done fuck with a lot of people. Um, So, a lot of people, I think, made her list of people that was good and people that wasn't bad or whatever like that. So, she got stuff out there about that. Um, It's shocking uh, to see, you know, who made her list, who didn't make her list as far as rappers. But at this point, it's like, who cares? Like, why the fuck do we care? Um, she states, like, all the sex she had, all the men she slept with, uh, from, from Diddy to Jay-Z to Usher to... Wyclef, damn, she slept with fucking Wyclef. I ain't even know that. That's crazy. Hmm. Damn, did she sleep with Ja Rule too? Damn. Damn, she done slept with Ja Rule. This bitch got a list. This list is long. She done slept with goddamn all of the goddamn industry. Goddamn, Ice T. This, this bitch. This bitch done, she done slept with people, y'all. So, go check the list out and see if you made the list to see if you was the best you ever had. Because apparently, she lets the people know who was good and who wasn't. So, hey, go see if you made the fucking list for her. Because I guess that is a thing to make the list for fucking Superhead. Whatever the fuck. Uh, so...
Shout out to you if you made the list. Uh, who also was the lucky person? So, you know, Tiana Taylor, she has a song on there called Three Way. And that is really a true story because she finally let somebody share Amon's little, you know, pee-pee with her. So, we don't know who the mystery lady is. That's one thing that she didn't say. So, I think, you know, she's like, you know, she's married. She has to spice things up. She has to keep it, you know, interesting for him. And I get that. I understand. But, you know, your man, before you got with him, he was fucking with porn stars and shit and doing crazy shit. So, I don't know, sis, if you should have allowed that in the fucking bedroom now. Now, that may cause some little tension because now he may think that he's supposed to get a bitch every all the time. So, you know, niggas like him, you give him an inch, they take a motherfucking mile. So, I don't know, sis. You shouldn't have probably did that, but who the fuck am I? You know, I ain't fucking married. I ain't no fucking body. You know, I don't know shit. Uh, so... No diss record was needed. You know, Drake, he released his album. Side A, it's rapping. Side B is love and R&B, whatever. Um... I just want y'all to know that Chris Brown had already did this with like 45,000 songs on his fucking uh, CD. So, you know, Drake gave us about 25,000. Um, the CD is good. It is typical Drake to me. I think side A is better than side B. Side B does have a few tracks. The only thing, it's like, nigga, stop telling us about this kid. We knew already. We knew. Pusha told us. We knew. We knew. So, goddamn, how many times you going to keep giving us a verse about this kid? We knew. Um, Emotionalist happens to be everyone's favorite song. You know, he's talking in there about, you know, he ain't want to show his kids to the world and all that other shit. Yeah, nigga, because you ain't want us to judge us because your motherfucking baby mother's fucking porn song. You already was cursing her out from the very beginning before y'all got together. Um, Is it a classic? No. It's not a classic. Uh, Drake has had classic albums, and I don't think this one is a classic. Um, it's good. Is it the best album of the year? No. Uh, to be honest with you, this summer, no one has made a classic yet. And that's just keeping it real. No one has made a classic yet. People have made songs that are good for us to listen to while we're traveling or whatever the case may be, but no classics yet. There's no classics. Uh, but there is a lot of new projects on the way. I know Travis Scott's coming out with something, Lil Wayne, with Khalifa, Future, Young Thug. Um, speaking of fucking Young Thug, Young Thug, you got too much love for Future Dog. You need to check that shit. Uh, Nikki's coming out with her shit, uh, Jaden Smith, Bryson Taylor, Anderson Pack. Like, there's a lot of people coming out with new music. Are these going to be classics? Who knows? But no one right now has made classics to me. This Drake album is not a classic. This Drake album is a typical Drake album. And he does have some good songs on there. He does have some good, you know, punchlines, some good things. I listened to it maybe three times. And I do have, like, you know, my favorite songs on there that I do like. Um, but I really, at this point, 
probably would have been like, damn, can we get to keep the fucking disc going on? Like, and I think it's because a lot of people feel that Pusha like bodied him a little bit. So he didn't come back with one. Cause when he was going at it with Meek, he was ready. Pin was to the paper. But, you know, I guess he was like, look, I don't need to address nothing. Like, <laughs> I can address everything that I need to in this 25,000 album, you know, track list that I got. So, it doesn't, you know, at this point really matter. So, I mean, shout out to Drake. Shout out to Drake. Um, I'm sh- He's going to be streaming on iTunes. He probably is going to have the number one thing. I know Billboard was saying that it's going to be some problems with his album as far as being on Billboard. So, that may be uh, something. But other than that... It, it it's it's a it's a good album, it's good. So twerk something, uh, we twerk. You can twerk the Drake if you think it's a good album. Bow Wow Bay Mother did a lot of twerking because the bitch snocked. So if you go anywhere this weekend, just make sure you twerk it, but don't twerk too much, okay? Because we don't want nobody, you know, getting hurt out here and getting you know, knocked up by unnecessary people now. Watch it. Watch it now when you're twerking, okay? Watch it. So what you won't do. So what you won't do is live in Clayton County, Georgia and send your kids to Melanie Rogers. So apparently Melanie Rogers, she has a daycare and a fucking toddler got away and he was walking on the goddamn highway. Now, bitch, what kind of fucking daycare is this? This daycare's not secure. There's no reason why this toddler should have been walking on the highway and, God forbid, didn't get hit by a car or anything like that and then didn't tell the mother until the mother came and picked the baby up. I guess she couldn't call the mother and say, oh, my God, your child is gone. I can't see him. He's lost. Would have been the right thing to do. But instead, this baby's having a good time walking the goddamn highway. So if you're in Clayton, Georgia, don't take your kids there. Please refrain from taking your kid there because clearly Melanie don't know what the fuck she doing, okay? And what you won't do is cling to the hood of my car while I drive 80 miles an hour. So apparently this boyfriend and girlfriend, they shared this car. And apparently the girlfriend got to the car first because she had some shit to do. And the boyfriend is hanging on to the goddamn hood of the car. Now listen. Listen now, this shit, people I feel now are just doing shit for fucking attention. There's no fucking way that I'm going 80 miles per hour when you on this fucking hood of the fucking car, okay? There's no fucking way. I don't know why you needed this car so bad. I don't know where you thought she was going to go, but nigga, as soon as I'm in this car, either you're going to go with me or you're just going to stay home and wait till I come back with the car. Like, there is no reason why I'm going 80, pushing 80, and you on the hood of this fucking car like this. And this is goddamn ridiculous. But, you know, people do anything to get attention to be on fucking social media and get these likes. But I probably would have ran your, run your ass into something to get you off this goddamn hood of the car fucking embarrassing me on this highway. Okay? And what you won't do, bitter baby mamas, is get upset because your baby daddy fiance did your daughter hair. Now, if you would have, who was the daughter hair? The daddy? No, he's not doing the daughter's hair, okay? Even though some of these women out here want these fathers to know how to do hair, they're not doing no hair, okay? The fiancé, the woman in the house, is going to do the hair. That's just what's going to be. So stop being so mad because you feel that somebody is taking over or trying to take care of you. No, she is just fixing your daughter's hair up. Hell, your daughter can't be going out looking crazy. Then on top of that, how did your daughter go- come when she came up? How did the hair look when she came up to the house? That's the fucking question. 
Okay, that's the fucking question. How did the hair look before she got over there? So stop being so bitter. Okay, baby father done moved on. Bitches, you do the same. Okay, all right. If you wanna, if you got a problem, send your child over there with cornrows or something in your head so the fiance ain't gotta touch the hair. Okay, shit. That's what most smart women do. They just cornrow the daughter hair for two, three weeks, and then when she go over there, father ain't gotta fucking worry about it. Okay, duh. So what you wanna do is live in Clayton County. Okay, and send your kids to Melanie Rogers. Don't go there because the bitch is almost killing the kids. Okay, got them walking on a dangerous ass highway. And then what you won't do is cling on the hood of my car while I drive 80 miles an hour because you couldn't get to the car keys in time to go where the fuck you needed to go. And then what you won't do, better baby mamas, is be upset because the fiance is doing your, do- your hair, your daughter's hair. Okay, send your daughter with some braids. That's all you need to do. That's it. Send her with the braids in her hair, all right? That would solve all your issues. So, this is episode 41, okay? The basement. I hope everyone enjoyed. I hope everyone, you know, always tunes in, of course. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, okay? Subscribe on Google Play. You can also check out any past episodes, any past news on shanghaichronicles.com. Also follow me on Shanghai underscore chronicles, okay, on Instagram. And then my personal is Shanghai87. So this is episode 41, The Basement. And we are out.